If we've done all the other steps even remotely well, this part should be very easy. This is the part where we invite people to work for us or to work with us. Uh, we, we draw them in with our marketing, with our funnels, with our products, with our value ladder, with our transformation stories and our case studies and all those things. And we just make them feel at home where they, make, where they can see themselves getting a result with our program. And we make it very simple for them. Today, we're going to talk about how to make the invitation how to call people to work with you, how to call them to, and I don't even mean to buy your stuff as much as I mean, it might be to download the lead magnet. It might be to download the checklist or cheat sheet or to sign up for a webinar or for a training or to come to one of your meetups or come to one of your live events. That's all invitations. We make calls to action. We make offers all the time in our business. And if you're not, then you should be. I'm making an offer every time I record one of these episodes, I tell you to go download the book. We're making these invitations and and, and uh, inviting people to be a part of our world and to, and to be a part of what we're doing and what we're all about, which is why we got into business anyway. So uh, today we talk about how to make the invitation and we've all gotten clear on why funnels matter, why you know our market's super dialed in and super clear and how we're going to help them. And we're just going to invite them to work with us. See you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast. Your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. If you baked a batch of chocolate chip cookies and they're amazing and they smell and they're buttery and gooey and the chocolate's melty and they're amazing and it's the best thing in the whole world and you just run around outside, I live in the suburbs, but imagine you lived downtown and it's dense with people and you walk up to a stranger and you jam them in their face and say, I made this for you. I made this for you. And you hold it out like frantically trying to get them to take your delicious cookie that you made. Like that's weird. Now, the cookie might be amazing enough that they take it, right? We, we've all done that sometimes in our business. We make such an irresistible offer that even people that aren't quite ready, they're like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm in. That might be maybe chocolate cookies is a bad example in, in that case. But you get the idea. It's a little weird to jam a thing that we made into the face of a stranger and beg them to take it and have an opinion about them if they don't take it. Like when they're ready to take it. They don't even know who you are. They don't know what you laced those cookies with, right? Or like if there's razor blades in it, like our parents told us about Halloween candy when we were kids. Or in Colorado, who knows what is in cookies, right? Like people put anything in baked goods in Colorado. So um, that that is that's not what we want to do. We don't want to be doing that. But let's say the converse of that, if we invite someone into our home and we take their jacket and like they're our friends, right? We're getting to know them, not strangers. We're not telling people to invite strangers into your house. Don't do that. <laughs> we get to know people. We meet somebody young or new business relationship or somebody you meet at church or somebody that moved in down the street. You invite them over to your home, take their coat, have them sit down like we talked about a couple episodes ago. We cook them a nice dinner. We use the nice silverware, cook them an amazing meal. And it's kind of funny if you think about this, Dean Jackson said this once. He said, if you just ask them at some point, like, hey, do you want me to go bake some cookies? Like most people would say, oh, no, no, don't, don't go to the hassle. Like that's not necessary. I don't need you to go bake the cookies. Like I don't need you to go to the store and buy the eggs and milk and, and butter and sugar and whatever else goes into cookies. Don't bother. I'm, I'm okay. But on the converse, like if we've served them all night and then they sit back down with a full belly with room for one more thing and we walk over and we hand a plate of cookies to them and we say, hey, I made these for you. Would you like one? there's like a 99.999% chance that they'll take that cookie because of how you've served them throughout the night. No hassle. It's no problem. I made it for you. I'm noticing you. I'm paying attention to you. I'm serving you. I'm making you feel welcome and I'm making you feel at home and I made this thing for you. So compare that to what I said in the uh, earlier, like jamming that in somebody's face, they're not going to take it. But if we can run our business that way, 
then that changes everything. And like Ryan, another popular example, like Ryan Dice, digital marketer, talk about the dating example, like how you meet people and how you romantically fall in love with them. I think back to my wife. I met her in eighth grade church camp, right? We've been, and then we were pen pals, not romantically, but we were pen pals from eighth grade to like twelfth grade, and then we all grew up and became adults, and we're like, "Hey, you're good looking," and she was like, "Hey, you're good looking," and we started to date after that. There was like a progression to the relationship. Now it's funny because we, you know, night one we sat together in chapel, like at church camp, right? And then, and then, you know, whatever, we held hands. And then she came in to town, so far away. She came into town, stayed with a friend, went to a, a concert, right? And then at some point, when it was appropriate, we shared our first kiss, right? And then the relationship continued on. And then eventually we got engaged and then we got married and had a bunch of kids and now we're now we're here, right? But it's all a progress. Like we didn't have kids first, right? Like we met first. We didn't skip to the very end. And Brian Dice talks about that. There's some book he talks about. There's a this natural progression of it's like, you know, I notice you and then you notice me back, and then there's eye contact made, and then there's you know, physical touch, and then there's all these steps of the process. And if you skip more than one step of the process, that book says it's assault, right? Like you skipped one. You don't go from eye contact to open mouth kiss. Like you, there's a process, there's a process in place in that way. And that's exactly what we're doing here. We've served them and we've taught them and we've made things to them and we've got them a result and we've shown them that other people like them have been able to get a result as well. I uh, was on a website once. One of the things I do, I don't know if the website's still live, so I won't give the URL, but I used to review people's funnels. I love giving hot seats and giving feedback and shooting videos. So I made a funnel where you could give me your URL and your name or email address. I would literally shoot you a video and I would send it back. I feel like it was called freefunnelfeedback.com. So go nuts. If you can still find it out there on the website and, and you want me to give you feedback on your funnel, I would be delighted. Uh, but go. So this person filled it out. Here's my URL. Here's uh, my name. And I went to his landing page and I couldn't quite tell what he was selling. And it was... Uh, I'm looking at my notes here to take a look back at this. So this guy was a real estate broker. Let's call him Trent, which is not his name. And his call to action, literally in like a hundred point font, it was enormous. It said, yes, Trent, please. That's what was on his button. So not like buy now or get the training or go to the site or add this to my card or get a result. It said, yes, Trent, please. And then in really small point font, it said, I need your help. I didn't know what was on the other side of that button. I had no idea. It wasn't clear from the content on the page. It wasn't clear from who he was or what he did. So the design of the page wasn't very good. And it uh, turns out that it looks like, according to my notes, I forget, did this like a year ago. Um, it was like a calendar scheduling tool, something about real estate. So don't do that. That's weird. Like that's a weird call to action. We want people to be able to picture uh, that, you know, whatever they're actually opting in for. So if you want a good example of this, I think go to onehourfunnel.com or onehourfunnelbook.com. I think that probably has some good examples as well, where we can put the uh, call to action above the fold. I see this mistake. You believe it or not, you think like people just got this figured out in 2019 and beyond, but they don't where they put their button kind of at the bottom. And it says something weird like, yes, Trent, please. And not click to download or click here to start the training or watch the training now or get results now or download the template. Like, so don't get all cutesy with what your buttons say and what you want them to do. Make the buttons really clear. Number two, make them above the fold. The fold is like in the old newspapers. It'd be above the fold in the front page of the paper. We don't have to go to the bottom half of the page. You can see everything in the top half of the page. That's really good funnel design is so simple, but make sure your call to action buttons are number one, that they're clear. Number two, that they are above the fold. I have to scroll to take the call to action. 
And number three, that ideally they're a different color. So I think right now my homepage of onehourfunnel.com, the button, the website is kind of this black and gold kind of brand and the buttons are orange, right? They just kind of pop off the page compared to the black and gold. If the buttons were gray or black or hard to see, they just kind of blend in. And so a good place to put it is in the very top right because when people come to your website or they read a book or whatever, like at onehourfunnelbook.com, they scan left to right and then top to bottom, right? So as the eyes, they hit your landing page, they go left to right. Maybe you have a logo in the top right, make that small. Don't let it take up too much space. You could also argue you don't need a logo on your homepage or your funnel page because it's irrelevant to the potential customer. And then maybe there's a headline at the top and then there's a button at the top right because their eyes are going through it. Okay, cool. I get it. This is a free book or a free download, something like that, right? And there's a button. And then there's maybe a picture of the thing. If you want to see examples of this, again, go to onehourfunnelbook.com. Uh, go to onehourfunnel.com, just see the homepage. And there's like a picture of the book and there's some calls to action above the fold. It's really an easy example. If you just want to visualize what I'm talking about, you can go check it out there. Make them different colors, make them above the fold and don't get too cutesy with the words. Uh, so that's that's it. We want to be really clear with our call to action. Now, if we've done everything right in our business at this point, like we're placing those cookies in front of our guest after a delicious meal, they're going to take it. They're going to take the action we want them to take. I think Dean Jackson even calls lead magnets and value in advance. He calls those cookies. Like see if they'll take the cookie, like create the environment where they're so ready to do it. I don't have much more to say about this. This is the invitation of the part of your marketing, your business, make them an awesome cheat sheet, checklist, lead magnet, product, book, service idea, your core offer, your front end offer, et cetera, and invite them in, invite them to work with you. Uh, if you would like my help with this, I would be delighted. That's what I said on one of my webinars. I said, I got it from, I think my friend Yuri. And he's like, Hey, if you fit this criteria and you've experienced these pain points and you're like these other people that have gotten this kind of result and you want my help doing it, I'd be delighted. Here's exactly how, right? And then it's like, you know, whatever, go to this website and sign up or book a call or something like that. Right. It's a really simple call to action. Now I wouldn't put that as my button on my landing page. Right. Yes, I'd be delighted. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. So don't do that. It's kind of a funny uh, mental picture right now. So anyways, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Invitation. And uh, I'll give you a teaser of what tomorrow's content is on uh, part seven of our nine-part mini-series. Thank you once again for checking out this episode of the Cody Builds a Business podcast and our episode six of our nine-part mini-series on how to market your business. Tomorrow's uh, content is called Construct. So once we do the specialization, transformation, the invitation, we're going to actually get into building the actual online asset that you need to be able to have a place to drive traffic to, to be able to get more leads, get more sales in your business. So many people I work with think that we're going to start here. Hey, Cody, you teach funnels, right? Let's build a funnel. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The permission slip to build your funnel is signed episodes one through six of this mini series. Like you have to do the other stuff first before you ever would dream of building a funnel, just like an architect won't go build a house without a great blueprint and the right plan and the right, you know, whatever the surveying the land and stuff like that. We got to do some work before we build, but we're there now. So we're uh, episode seven will be tomorrow uh, around constructing your funnel. Take a second to subscribe to the Cody builds a business podcast. We will just be dropping these episodes right into your podcast player overnight. When you wake up, it'll be there and you can uh, tune in. And as if I haven't said it enough already, go to onehourfunnelbook.com to grab your copy of the One Hour Funnel Book. I'd be delighted to send you a copy. I will even sign it. I will, people that buy the physical book that I ship out, I've got a few copies left here at the house, at the home office, uh, the worldwide international headquarters of the Cody Builds a Business show. And I'll uh, put a little note in there for you and a little surprise if you buy the book uh, that way. So look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day.